Welcome, family, to another edition of T Limbs Presents the Bridge. I want to send a hello and a shout out to everyone. Um, we ask again that you put your brick in this foundation because it's about you and it's for you. You know something? I was a little sleepy because I kind of changed my little habits. Uh, yeah. I'm going to share this. I'm going to be, you know, for real with you guys. But you know something? Now, uh, we went to a service that y'all, uh, Don Jenkins. Yes, sir. Uh, one of the guys that, that that's. Uh, um, on one of the Vox uh, Wave programs here, uh, we went to his service today, and he was like a, a, a guest. Y'all thought he was at fire here? Man, I thought he was going to blow a gasket. I, you know something? If I was a doctor, I needed to, you know how check his blood pressure. How Ali get hyped up for a fight, and, yeah, yeah. and they have to calm him down? Yeah. Coach was going. But sure again, was. it was a good service. And, yes, and, and so after the service, you know, we kind of changed our routine. And we went to get something to eat. And, man, you know, so I had this big giant burger. Some fries and a pineapple juice or whatnot. And, and you know, I was fine until I went home. Because, <laughs> you know, to come down here, it, it wasn't no need for us to, well, to come home. But we kind of went home and relaxed for a hot second. I kicked off them shoes. <laughs> it was all It was curtains. I, okay, now, okay, let's go. Jump in the car. We're getting ready to ride. We're riding down the street. We're probably like maybe 15 minutes away. It was tough. <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> Itis was on me so bad that, you know something, it didn't even go through the, I didn't even go through the nod stage. It was just going, 
knock me right out. You, you know, but um, I know. And, 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 and look, and, and so I was trying to wake up. St. Louis burger. I left off the mushrooms. I ate them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, I got a, a bunch of shout outs to, to, to send to a couple of folks. Uh, first, uh, uh, today's Black Conscious. Hey, you guys. Uh, mental. I, I, excuse me if I get your name wrong, and I'm sorry. I know it's mental something. Uh, mel like, mel melanated Minds. Melanated Minds. So, uh, hey, you guys. Uh, now, uh, sorry, I'll get your name right uh, the, the, the next time. V guarantee. Uh, I want to send a shout-out to our gurus, Ron, uh, Reggie, yeah. and Stan, that yeah. makes this happen. Okay, El and you know something? Uh, uh, Anthony? In the house, what's art, up, brother? The art, the you, art. You, you know what I mean. Uh, 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 Francis, what's happening? Mm -hmm. uh, now, Teresa. <laughs> no, no, uh, say like Francis. Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. Okay, okay, you see it. I move my mouth. <laughs> say it, Teresa, Teresa, Please Teresa. <laughs> but anyway, Teresa. Hey, uh, and I'm telling you now. See, baby, look here. We don't want Ryan out on the road, so Ooh. you better hurry up and get back. So I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> telling you. He's going to bring the box way He's going to bring the box way Ryan's going to be on, on the road. Wait, look, I'm telling you. So, okay, Trisha, hurry back. And, uh, okay, so. Uh, Shout out okay. to Shirley. Oh, hey, Shirley, too. Shirley girl. You know. Like I said, so I got a whole bunch of shout outs to say. Oh, hey, to my boy David. Hey, man, knock him dead tonight, man. Uh, he's at Lot 3. Go and support him in, in his group. Lot David, where? In Akron, Ohio. Oh, okay. A Town. A you know, representing that double trade. Oh, okay, get it? Got it? Good. Anyway. Oh, it's a dime. Thanks. What'd you say? You said double trade. Oh. Oh, it's a dime. Okay, that was my little analogy, Miss Susie Homemaker. Just cause she's sitting in the middle. No, I'm like in the middle. Just, just cause she's in the middle. Moni in the middle. There you go with, with. I don't know what y'all eat today. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, man, I don't, you know something like that again. No, no, no you know, so that's about bad is. What is that game you were saying? Uh, the game you were saying, Red Rover. And guess what? There's a, a commercial that has it on. Too. I ain't never heard and, no dang oh, on Red and Rover we went, and until we went, a commercial. And the, grand, and the grandchildren knew it too. Everybody knew it. Yeah, but. she rode in. Said what? To them people that was on the, making the commercials. What about them? You told them about Red Rover. Oh, see. Oh, you see why I don't know about no dang old Red Rover? But anyway, speaking of Red Rover, okay, where was I? Oh, uh, my, my friend Dave, hey man, knock him dead, man. Look, we had some scheduling things and man, we couldn't make it. Uh, 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 and uh, David Rooker, he's going to be on the show. Uh, dude is my partner in crime and like Ooh. he's a music extraordinaire. And, and And again, Bad. like I said, go check him out. Uh, hey, look, uh, check you out shortly because you know... None of y'all business, but anyway, uh, I was gonna say something else, but none of their business, you know. So, two me, huh? Uh -oh. You said none of my business. I said, chew my kidneys. Not her, y'all. Oh, about my, my great great grandma. Y'all, none of my business, chew my, none of your business, chew my kidneys. Sit on the rave old and hoo See, that's up there with Red Rover. I don't know where you were. You were on the wrong block. Chew my kidney. What? Okay, what does that mean? Chew my kidneys. Chew your kidneys. 
Hey, what's up? Good, good afternoon, my, folks. Where's my, 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 <laughs> my pistol? Good Let me get my stuff together here. Oh, oh okay. I, I, don't, I don't really know what's going on. Over I don't know right. why there. What, what, yeah, what was it? Yeah, one burger? person talked about kidneys. The other one, what's really happening? Listen, but anyway. Uh, we're here, right? Yeah, we're here. We're here. we're here for you guys. You know something? Oh, no. So, you know something? I'm sorry. My man in Cali. Dang, I want to see the Cali a shout out. Yes, sir. That's fine. They, they, they got insurance on this building, not us. So quit trying to burn this up. Burn, baby, burn. Black power. But anyway, you remember that? Yes. Okay. But anyway. How old do you know I am? Quit shooting a gun. Anyway. It's uh, a weapon, not a gun. You don't ever call it a gun. It's always a weapon. I don't know what she had. No. You know, it, it, it was something in her orange juice. But anyway. Um, we're not going to talk about that. But uh, to my man in Cali, hey man, I want to see you. Go on. To my man in Cali, the Cali fam, I want to send uh, uh, my uh, deepest apologies for using a derogatory uh, expression to express my feelings about uh, the coon bayaders. And, and like I said, hey, bruh. Appreciate you uh, watching and listening and, and giving us your input. See, that's that's what we want. We want yeah. that that interaction. And so, again, in the future, uh, I'm, I'm going to refrain from using uh, uh, that word. But you know how it is, man. You know something? It's, it, it, it gets the situation is so important and, and it's, it is relevant. And we got folks that's out there that's not doing their jobs. And we got folks that's out there that's sitting on their hands. And you know something? And we are beating the bush trying to get the stuff uh, to, to, to happen for you. Also, you know something? Um, Voxway family. Mm -hmm. We need to uh, get together, man, and, and support each other because, you know something, this is a perfect, ex a perfect example of how society is. Vox has how many programs run? 25. 25 programs. And it's 25 separate programs. We don't even support each other that I know of. But anyway, uh, uh, we need to support each other. And like I said, that epitomizes what goes on. Now, we got all these black organizations and this mm. and that. So, you know, some, let's come together and do something as a whole. Man, I, I mean, you, you, you know something? The two of us, me and JD could lift this table up, but by myself, I would have a struggle. But anyway, but him and I together, and then we we, we throw Anthony in there. Okay. And, and, and then throw Ron in there. Okay. Man, we lifting this table up over our head. And guess who's going to be on top of it? The queen. She's the queen to be. Oh, anyway. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I got to do my part. Okay. <laughs> right. Is that my <laughs> Okay, no, I did want to send a shout out to those guys and those okay. people to let you guys know that, you know, we do appreciate you uh, putting your input in, in, into this. And, and again, anybody else out there that have a comment, you know, comment, let us know, contact us at, uh, uh, that's your cue. Contact us at Connect to the Bridge on Instagram and or... Um T dash limbs, exactly. T dash L I M S on Twitter, mm -hmm. um, or we also have a business line which you can uh, call in and connect with us either here or during the show is two four zero seven one nine two five six zero, 
and or our personal business line, which is 301-257-9069. Say it again slower. 301-257-9069 is the business line, and the hotline here for the show is 240-719-2560. See, that's why I like these guys. They're on it, see? You, you know what I mean? Like I said, I'm still suffering from that burgeritis. You can't, you can't tell. So hold on. So but if I did... Speaking of on it, hold on. I have some things I need to shake off. Okay. Get out the known people. Abstract excellence. It's not here today, but we are here. Okay, I, 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 I don't know what that shake. Yeah. You know, that's that's a new dance. You know, so that's 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 a new dance. No, the shake, no. the shoulders. Do it again. No, hey. Okay. No, no. So, so listen. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Uh, so, so there's an old, there's an old Harlem shake. It's not news to most of you. Uh, what happened? Let's say 48 hours ago. Oh um, yeah. With the. Uh, the young man, 11-year-old young man that got murdered in uh, Southeast D.C. by a grown 30-year-old man. Um, I'm not completely... I don't think anyone's completely sure of the details of the how or the why, but uh, I think the thing that bothers me is that we continue to try to figure out the why on an 11-year-old kid. A kid not even old enough to hold his own sins and we're trying to figure out the reason for why he was murdered by a grown man I, that uh, that bothers me beyond belief but beyond that we have to figure out um, something this can't keep happening like we can't this we can't keep normalizing the situation it, it's almost to the point where it's it happens and now we just go on and another kid gets killed we can't keep Something has to change. So uh, it bothers you because so, you're thinking of an 11 year old being the atypical 11 year old in your mind. The problem is that what is an atypical 11 year old today? That's a problem. That's problem number one. That's a big problem. I know some 11 year olds that run with 19 year old grown men. We did articles for a magazine last year, and, and the, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and there was a, a young man, or well, he was an older man when I interviewed him. He committed a crime when he was 12 years old. He committed a murder, but the dudes that he was with were 17, 19, 20 year olds. This is back in the day. So the question is, what is an atypical 11 year old today? So 11 year old, in my mind, and what 11 year old should be, isn't always the case. I'm not. Uh, I'm not absolving the individual for shooting the child. I never absolve anyone cold blood killing anybody, okay? What I am saying is that we need to reassess and reevaluate the place of children and are they allowed to be children anymore? Right, that's the whoa, whoa, that, whoa. therein lies that was so that also was the point I was making. It's not to say that um there's a justification either way. It's to say that even if this child was the worst of children in the whole universe. There still is a parent somewhere that needs to. That's the point where I was going. There, there's a parent out there that's not doing their job. Now, uh, the chime in. The chime in. Hold on, right there. You said there's a parent there that's not doing their job. What if the parent doesn't know their job to do? 
Well, okay. You, you see, now, now, now we're going into another, another. No, no, we, we, we're, yeah, we, we're going into another level because you know something. Again, this, like y'all said, it's a cycle. You, you know what I mean? So we have to break that cycle, and 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 there are people watching this cycle happen. That let it now again. I, I'm, I'm gonna jump into this right quick, just like we was watching. Was it Umar? Dr. Umar Johnson. When he was talking out. about uh, 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 this special education, and, and and again, letting these schools set the narrative on our children, like you said, what is eleven year olds? Letting them set the nar narrative of what eleven year old uh, look like. Eleven year old in their eyes is is what they a uh, 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 thug. What they call them a uh, 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 predator. What the, uh, uh, have, super predator. We have oversized grandchildren. Our son grandsons are all taller. Well, they ain't, they ain't eleven. No, listen. At eleven, with the exception of Gabe, yeah, I called your name, Ma, honey. All of them were. Taller than the average 11 year old, bigger than the most 11 years old. So people don't see them as being 11 years old. You Noah's your height and bigger than you. And Noah is uh, getting ready to be a junior in high school now and still growing. You see what I mean? So when you say 11 year old, that's another thing too. They don't. People don't see our children as, as children. As children. But because you, all they you see know is the, they see the frame, the body, and that's I it. I get it because my, you know, my 12 year old is almost. A, Pretty much my size, almost. So, I but you it. can still see the kid in him. Right, that's what I'm saying. That not I, not being biased that you're the dad. You you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, you can look at, but see, they're not looking at our children as children. It, that, it, now, okay, Trayvon, not Trayvon Martin, but what's the dude that got shot up in Cleveland? Tamir Rice. But that's right. why I'm against teachers having weapons in classrooms. I'm against teachers having weapons in schools all day, every day. Let me, I'm against most police officers being scuba-ing weapons for real because most police officers don't know how to shoot. I can say that because I know firsthand. The qualifications for the threshold for qualifying for a pistol on the police department is minimal. Hit the target. But hitting target doesn't mean it's a well-aimed round. You oh, see? absolutely. So that's why you see a lot of and, and having a semi-automatic weapon, that's to an advantage and disadvantage. The semi-automatic weapon means that you don't have to have they really do too much to reload. Let me ask you a question, sure. uh, uh, Miss Ex-Police Person, ask. that you are. Okay, I am. Did, when did they outlaw the warning shot? The warning, the shot. warning shot is like... That's a good question, actually. You, you, you know what I mean? Now, if, if, if you have a gun, and I don't, and I hear a pow, I, you know, if, if I can't to the left or to the right, they automatically aim it. Exactly. Warning shots. Stop. Pow. Oh, he stopped. Warning shots were uh, were outlawed. Remember when Saul Link Jr. got killed at home back in the 70s? Who? Saul Link Jr., the kid that got killed downtown. They tore Akron up downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like maybe, like maybe 72, maybe 73. It was like that spring. Okay. Okay. Well, there was a warning shot that went out. And when that shot went out, everybody started running. The next shot hit him square in the back. He wasn't involved in anything. He was doing like everybody else scattering. It was because of that incident that warning shots were outlawed in our state, in Ohio. Um, warning shots should never be fired because a warning shot, because uh, what is it? Around, and we're talking about the law of, of gravity. Oh. What goes up must come down. My friend Paula Kidd, um, Paula Kidd's, uh, uh was assassinated because. Someone fired a shot up in the air on one street. She got out of a car on East Avenue, and the round came down and hit her. She was just walking up the sidewalk. So wow. you don't know the velocity 
the elevation of that round, so warning shots should never be fired in there. It's illegal. It's like a chokehold. Chokeholds are illegal, and that's why this, this Department of Justice um, that dismissed that killer of Eric Garner, oh, every yeah. police yeah, officer yeah, yeah. that yeah. used a chokehold should be fired and charged because we're taught every police it's department, every police department in America, we're all trained by LAPD. All of us. That's why we can go from one department to the next because we're taught the same thing. The only thing different is the state laws, the state statutes you learn in that particular right. state and right. that city, that municipality's ordinances. And I'm talking about like in the early 90s, chokeholds were made illegal. So how does a person get away with killing someone with a chokehold and they dismiss the case, although they paid the family money, but money doesn't replace Eric Garner, doesn't replace any part of him or, or anything. Wait, wait, how can, how, how, can, how can you be um, innocent and guilty at the same time? You can't be. You uh, can't be. Uh, yes, you can. Well, I mean, in America, yeah. That's my answer. Okay. In America, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so. In this country. Now, you go to another country and try that. Okay, they chopping stuff off. Well, if you steal, you won't steal anymore. Yeah, uh, that's a good deterrent. If you rape, you will never rape again. That's a good deterrent. Very good deterrent. But that's that's the point that, so, locking up. But, but, okay, again. This country is so biased in, 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 in its laws uh, 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 and, and how the system is run. You know, so it's good that Trump is in there because Trump is showing or, or America is showing the rest of the world how flawed they are as, or how flawed. And I would include myself. We are as a country. Let me have that fence. What fence? Oh. The fence that I have, which, fellas, you guys Well, this me. brings us to the next part of our show. Yes. This. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wait a minute. Let me do something before before you do the fence thing. Oh, very good. Oh, snap. Yeah. Very good. For two things. Is, is this familiar? Now, if, if, if you're black, you're probably used to seeing it like this. And that's not a fence. That's a jail. That's looking out like, what are we going to do? But anyway, okay. Anyway, but go ahead. I'm saying this, and I say this every day, and I don't care if it's something that you like or not, because this is the truth. Every day, I talk to people who have Medicare and Medicaid who don't have enough money to get all the medicines yeah. that, they can, that they're supposed to have. Because I want these dudes walking around. I know people who get part of their pharmacy prescriptions because they don't have enough money. It's either a choice. I don't know. He's someone. That's that burger. That's that burger. <laughs> no, they um, walk around, you know, they, you, you kind of make it look realistic. Okay, well, then you do that. You do that. Okay, that's what. Yeah, okay. So, people, people don't have enough money to get their prescriptions filled or even get any part of prescription filled. And, of course, I'm not a, an ascriber of medicines, of any medicine. But if you have to take medicine, it's not as effective if you're only taking part of the medication because I'm of the, the school that some medicines also might solve one thing but causes 10 other different yeah. problems too. So that's, that's a whole different topic. So there are schools, like schools in Baltimore. Um, last year, five schools didn't have heat. The children were sitting in the schools and with coats, coats on. on. Yeah, and then yeah, in the yeah. spring, it was so hot in the school that the teachers brought fans in from their homes, and the fans were so loud children missed a lot of the, the instruction because the condition was such that it was just unbearable to learn. 
And you say, well, they should have suffered through it. So, so, so. No, because these children are wired differently. You're putting different things inside your food, and you're producing different kinds of children. So don't say that. I'm telling you that. Your food is manufactured a lot with GMOs, and you don't know what's coming in, but what's coming out is that children are, are wired differently. That's just what they are. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then you have prisons that are overpopulated and overcrowded. There's a, sometimes the Summit County Jail in Akron, Ohio, they serve soup and cold sandwiches. Okay? Um, and, the, and the guys that want food have to pay for the food in the Aramac, which has a big contract with these prisons to bring food in. So families suffer because men and women who are incarcerated, you have to buy the T-shirts from the prison. You can't mail a package of T-shirts to them. They need socks. You cannot mail the socks. You've got to buy them off a list. So you saying that they you have to use their store basically to buy pretty much yes products that the, that who's who's so what, affiliated what with the company what can't get, oh, what the prison like to buy it even if you can't get so you don't have to go to the prison to buy it oh you ain't buying nothing from Sears or nothing well, like no. that or, or what you, you don't go to prison to pick it out okay. you get a sheet that that prisoner sends a sheet home to you and then you check mark what, oh, what it is got? and how much and you send the money in. And then they have their, I don't know what's called, commissary or whatever, and, they, whatever, and then they... they Various get, vendors, so, but through a commissary. But those are private-owned vendors who are supporting the supply. Isn't that considered like a private... It is private. It's private. Yes. Now, ride with me on this train. So you got this. So that means when the person's locked up, families are incarcerated too because they go broke trying to take care. I'm just a person that if you're there, I, 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 I can't do anything. Um, unless you were there because you killed someone defending yourself. I'm, I'm putting it out there. Or you're there because you were defending someone else who was going to be killed. But if you do something else on that, I, I don't. I don't. That's just me. Everybody's different. I, don't, don't, don't send, ask me for a phone card. Don't, don't ask me for uh, a pair of tennis shoes. Don't ask me for nothing. You know, if you send a letter, don't ask me for stamps. I know you get one stamp a week or something. So if I'm the person to get the letter, yay. But I don't even like writing back because I don't know what to say. There's just so I many, you know, it's, I have a convoluted, and not because of being a police officer, just because I see the, the, the people going through all these emotional rollercoasters when their family members come out of prison, but they're still incarcerated right here. And then because they're incarcerated right here, they end up putting their bodies back incarcerated again. And, and so and that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. So my, my point to that is that these prisons are privately owned. So taxpayers don't have any control over how the operations or anything um, how people are hired. They're all privately owned prisons. And people like the owner of the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. They're Thought moving, we didn't know, did you? Uh -huh. Yeah. You're moving the Detroit Pistons back into Detroit proper because you're ditchifying the area, moving all the black folks out. And then you turn around and you're taking the money that you're getting from the ticket sales and you're building more prisons. You're also one of the people who own them, the, the majority owner of most of the phone companies that are used for the prisons. The Detroit Pistons owner, yeah, you. All of you all season holders of Detroit Pistons, I'd be checking them, checking them on site. You shouldn't even buy a ticket. No disrespect to the bad boys, I love bad boys, but your, your owner's foul. He's not the only one. So then you have these private prisons. Then you have people out here in, in public housing. And like in Kentucky, they don't have any more Section 8 housing. Kentucky stopped their Section 8 housing in 2007, around 2006, 2007, around that time. So they no longer have, have Section 8 housing. At all? At all. No. That's in the state of Kentucky. So that means if you don't live in a project 
and you don't get some kind of a, a assist from someplace else, you're living in whatever you're, you can, wherever, right. wherever you can right. get in. Right. And there's a whole lot of slum right. landlords. So what's the, I mean, what type of government assistance is is allowed there then? I mean, for housing? Unless you, like I said, unless you live in a, live in a project. And live in a project, then that's assisted living. But other than that, there is no Section 8, none at all, in the state of Ohio, of, of Kentucky. It hasn't been that way since 2006. Um, so... You live wherever you can live, that's it. So some people live in utter squalor because they're landlords and some landlords and no one's holding accountable, okay? Or if the health department shuts, shuts that landlord's house down, then you're stuck because there's nowhere for you to go, right? okay? And people find themselves like that all the time. Landlords don't pay for the properties. They don't pay for the taxes. They, they let liens get on properties, and then folks who are living in these homes end up being displaced, and the landlord is not accountable. Nobody's holding them no accountable. No one. Right. You can sue them, but then they turn around and say, well, I'm bankrupt, and then you, so you still You're still stuck. And, yeah. you're, and you're getting right. nothing. You right. but, they, but, but the thing about it, if that should be the case, that's a criminal offense that they occurred, in my opinion, and they should be incarcerated. But that's a different story because it's a civil matter. It's not. But there's something that's wrong with that. Now, you have people who are veterans who come out, military, and they can't find housing. Some military veterans are returning citizens. And a person who's a returning citizen can't live in certain neighborhoods, but they have to because they can't afford anything else. They try to get a job, but they can't get a job at this place because although I'm trained for this, I'm a felon, so I can't work at this place. So they end up having to live someplace they can't afford or can't afford to live anywhere, and they're on the street. So then you say this person's out on the street, tent cities all over the place in America. I'm talking about the United States of America. I'm talking about the land of the free and the home of the brave, the land of the free and the home of the enslaved, the land of the free, except for some people like you and me, I'm talking about this place. So it ticks me off when I see Elijah, come on, man, Cummins, I'm coming for you today, sir. Get on TV. And say, oh, they, they don't even have this or they don't have that at the border. They're at the border. So this is my story. Rolling around in Baltimore. There's a cat laying there at the bus stop. He's homeless. Doesn't have any shoes on. And the sign over him says, take control of your life. And then it talks about opioid addiction, this, 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 that. Doesn't say anything about crack. You locked everybody up for crack. But everybody opioids, oh, we got clinics, we got beds. Oh, they're, they're beautiful people. Um, uh, he was a wonderful boy. He just have some problems. No, no. He's super prayer like like folks I know. They're on crack cocaine. How about that? So um, lock him up. Simple, just like right, just like that's yeah. right. right. Real simple. Let's make this. I'm gonna equal opportunity hit. Okay. So you don't cry for that. Don Lemon saw the man and his daughter in the water. He says, I can't. I can't watch this. I just can't see. It's too painful. Well, Don Lemon, sir, looking at it forensically, they didn't just wash the shore because that little girl's head was inside of the neck of the shirt with her father. And had they been submerged in the water out at sea, okay, one, their bodies would have been super bloated. Number two, their bodies would have had debris. And number three, she would have shifted a little bit outside from the shirt. They wouldn't have been up real neat, staged the up there. Yeah, yeah the no. And then that water was too shallow right. to push them up to that, right up to the coastline. For the weight of that man's body... He never would have been pushed all the way up ashore. If you look at the, the tide of the water, let's talk science. So you show that on TV, 
And you got all these dumb legislators running down there to the border talking about people who broke the law, first of all. For starters. You, you left Guatemala. You left El Salvador. You left the Honduras. You left all places like Nicaragua. And then you go bursting through the gates at the border of Mexico. And then you come to Mexico and you get to the border of the United States. And then you go, oh, oh let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. You know, political asylum, political asylum. Last time I checked your government, there's nothing wrong with your government. It's just that you are an impoverished country. But guess what? America's impoverished too. Look around in Baltimore. Empty streets, empty houses galore. When you're talking about the hood, go down sand. Go to Sandtown. See, I'm tired. So you all get up there on TV and you cry for all these people who are breaking the law illegally. But here's my concern. We need a fence. I'm concerned about the people. <laughs> you're talking about the people who have who are on the wrong side of the border trying to get to the border to get access. My concern. Okay. Let, and, let, let, no, I got to finish this one out. And your concern should be solely on one thing, and that's to be concerned about the people on this side of the fence, this side of the border, the people who are here who don't have access. What is wrong with you people? I need to put up on TV every day a, a gunshot victim in D.C., like the one that got killed here. And they just didn't, the, the I, or the child. Own. I need to put up on every day on, on CNN. Come on, man, Elijah. Come on, man, Cummings. They get at least they got a roof over their head. At least they get food. I don't care if you're in a cage. You brought yourself to a place to be in cage. You brought yourself. You had a home. You had a place to stay. You had food. You brought yourself. We watched the caravan on TV while you're cartooning. Some of you gave your children to people you don't even know. Now, I agree and I admit the United States was stupid by separating the adults from the children. That was just dumb. They've always been doing that. So that's nothing new. So don't say that you're going to try to relocate the children because you can't. That was dumb. So you you law law uh, lawmakers, we're going to no, you can't do it because the children don't speak English. They don't know who they were traveling with, and their parents are not even trying to claim their children. So who broke the law? Who's wrong? So when I don't cry for it, don't talk about that black people are prejudiced and we're racially in, in, insensitive. I want you to have the same kind of tears that I had when I saw a little boy on Carpenter Street who got his head blown off because he wouldn't give oral sex to a, a, a grown boy. And he had the teenage boy blow his head. Ouch. And then that child's brains was on the teenager who I had to transport. I want you to cry for that. I want you to cry for those three girls who got killed in Edgewood years ago. And the one that was in bed with her child, her four-year-old son, and all the holes that were in her body. And that child was on the scene. When you come on the scene, he was putting Band-Aids on his mom, talking about she had boo-boos. I want you to cry about that. I want you to cry about those children that are going to school that don't have enough money to get a real hot meal, a real Hungry. balanced meal, not this processed junk that they're feeding our children that's causing them to have high blood pressure, diabetes, and even some types of cancers with these GMOs because GMOs are not required to be labeled. You get, you're eating genetically manufactured food every day and you don't even know because your FDA is not required to and, tell and you. And government is, is allowing this. Our government is allowing this. Now, uh, to chime in on, on your point, you see, I lay these cats down. That's supposed to represent the homeless. We got a number of homeless and hungry people in this country. But you know something? Charity begins at home. 
and yeah. then it spreads yeah. ab abroad. But y'all want to help these Everybody illegals, else. these uh, illegal, I want to say illegal legals, but they ain't legal, but they're illegal, illegal lawbreakers. How about that? Or lawbreakers. You want us to bow down and, and, and be concerned for them. But what about these guys that live here in the country? That's veterans that, uh, uh, that have served this country. Uh, 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 and, you know, in your own backyard. Y'all can't even serve uh, the people in your own backyard. But you want us to bend the ear and shed a tear for these lawbreakers. They have rights as humans. I understand. But they don't have any, any rights as citizens in the United States. They're not citizens. Exactly. Dig that. Dig that. They're not citizens. You got people who That's being locked up, yeah. got out of prison, and they don't even have their, it, their right back they to can't, vote. Exactly. They've served their time. You did your time. You did, you did the crime your time. And you might not have done it. And they're still not crime. a citizen. And you still don't have the right to, to vote. That's so. not right. I'm sitting here right now, and I'm enraged because there's a young particular veteran. He retired in the Air Force. He lives in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Right now, he's suffering with diabetes. His foot is falling off because he has diabetic neuropathy. They could treat him with a stem cell project that they already told him. But he pays over $4,000 a month for medicines out of his own pocket. This is a fact. But he served his This is a fact. He retired. Right, right. He yeah, he's a fact. He retired. He retired from this from from he retired from the Air Force. And he's a young man. Cause he's in his early forties. I believe that all veterans should be able to go to the hospital, regardless of whether you retired or not, whether you served in That's a, what a, in a so well, see, the, 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 unless you get VA benefits mm -hmm. by pension or disability or retirement. You don't have access to the VA hospitals, which that's so unfair because you might have something that happened to you while you were on active duty, and it doesn't manifest itself for years later. Right, that's why. So I and so, yeah. they don't. Yeah, no, they don't, and that's that's another thing they don't. But your congressional members can stay in office how many years, and then they get well, four years, free everything for, for life. life. Yeah, Trump ended up, ended up getting all his children a position, appointed positions that he created these, these spots. You know that for life we're going to have to always pay them money. Mm -hmm. I want to. I want to. I want to sit and soak a minute. When you think about people that worked 20, 30, 40 years and what they get, and okay. then someone who works let me, let me put, a few years, or should ahead, I say, who's appointed a few years to a position? This are homeless in America. Yes, I have a question, like as it pertains to so when you guys join up. In the military, and you signed it. Do they? Does it? They tell you that at the beginning. They like, lied. Oh, they lied. Oh. Because they lied. Because what they tell you is that, yeah, I'm putting recruiters on blast today too. Everybody, I'll tell you, I'm equal opportunity hit. Equal <laughs> opportunity, she, right? She wanted to smoke a day. <laughs> she went it. They tell you, oh, you get freak education. You know what they tell you? Right. They tell you that you get medical care when you get out. You can go to the VA. You have this access. You can have opportunity to buy a home with right, no, mon no money thought, down. Yeah, um, um, you get paid benefits, you know, with benefits. You get all the medical care, all these things. Okay, so here's what it is. He joined right after, right after he got Vietnam. Vietnam. So he was right on. But see, did you get, did you get the GI Bill? Oh, stop it. Stop it. 
Stop it! Oh, I did. I get. Uh, yeah, he, I got the GI. He got the GI Bill. <laughs> Stop! Help him! I just look away. Help! Help! Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got the GI Bill. Yeah, see, so the GI Bill was with, you could go to school for four years for free and, and they paid for your books and all right. these type of things. The right. problem was that at that time, a lot of people were getting out of the military and there were still, the, the job sources were starting to leave, the, um, the big industries were leaving. The country. The country was in turmoil, it was shifting, and GI benefits were slow to pay. So yeah. some cats would go to school and then the money wasn't there on time. Uh, or, right. you know, so then they have to they wait and they come to class the first day and then they say, well, well, Mr. So-and-so, your name's your not on the wall because, right. yeah, you got to go yeah. over. Yeah. So that's disheartening. So you're, you're dependent on that. And the check wouldn't come to the, to the GI in time. So I came in under this thing called the VEEP, the, the Veterans Education Assistance Program, which is a crock, because they paid $2 to my one, but they only gave a total of, I could put in a total of $2,700, and the most money I got for college was $8,100. Now, if you stay in the military 20 years and you got out, say, for instance, you went in, and I signed up at 78. So if you went in 78, 79, 80, and you did 20 years, and you got out, you're going to use that beep, $8,100, when they're not even color one semester of school. That's what I was, I was just, yeah. that's It was, was just a semester. Head. Yeah, that's, that, just like, a semester. But that's what they did to the, to the veterans. And then they turned around to it, and they get this new Montgomery GI Bill, which I could not access because I came, I signed in in 78. He went in 76, Five, 75. 76. Okay, yeah, so, so my group, we just got, like, dumped. So then okay. so then we were, yeah. yeah, and then watch this. When we got um, out, what they did was they were doing this force and strength reduction after the second campaign in Desert Storm, with Desert Storm, Desert Shield. So they were letting you out of the military, considering you retired at 13, 14 years, or 14-year retirement, okay? But here's the thing. If you get a military check, and then you go to a civilian work job, and you pay into that Social Security when you retire, then you can't collect both checks. Yep. You only can collect yep. one. One. Social Security or your military or retirement your military. check. But you paid into oh, it. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah, young fella. <laughs> The bait and switch. Hold on, Tyler. Oh, it was. Oh, it was. Yes, sir. Oh, I paid it. That's my tell, Rob. So if I, if I didn't sign up and I didn't put my time in the military, I now have to choose between the same thing he gets to get or what I put the time in for. And I don't get both, even though I didn't paid into both. You heard me. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. That's right. But they don't tell you that at times, so you don't know. Right. I knew people that were double they were they were they were collecting retirement checks. Mr. Kelly, because oh, he's working, that. he's working uh, at Building One at Camp Lejeune, and Mr. Norm Kelly, he was getting his retirement check for I think he was in a, it was the Army Air Corps at the time when he was in, and then mm. afterwards, then they split up to make an Army and then an Air Force. Air Force. Okay, yeah. so he retired. He got his Army Air Corps check, and then he was working full time. Mm-hmm. When he retired, he could not get that Social Security check. So he did 20-something years here, 30-something years here, and was relegated to get one check. One check. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. ain't no double dipping. 
no, so no. So these are things that, you know, you were told. But that's because the military puts such stress on recruiters. Recruiters have to fill quotas, and they ruin quotas, your career. Oh, yeah, oh, if you, absolutely. And, and the sad yeah. part about it, some yeah. areas and sometimes in, in life, people aren't just aren't joining the military. But that recruiter is held to put people in at least four a month or sometimes five, depending on their yeah. their, their, their recruiting substation. Yeah. And if you didn't, what they would do, they would relieve you from duty, and then that would mess up your career, which is so unfair. See, me, I could never be a recruiter. I, I, never, I, never, I was a drill instructor. I knew from the start, I don't sell nobody nothing. I'm not a salesperson. And I'm not the person to do that phone call and stuff. You oh, know, if you tell yeah. me that you don't want it, hang up. And they, right. have, they have to do cold calls and all that stuff. I'm a person, this is the product, this is what I got. Do you want it or not? You say no, okay, I'm good, I'm done. I'm not going to say, but you know, you really should. No, I'm not going to do that, I'm done. But now if you get them there and bring them to me, I can train them. Well, I can train you. Once you get to me, I can teach you. I can train you. Now, but, uh, here's, you know? here's where we differ. Not saying that I would be a, a recruiter, but judging from uh, what prompted me to go in uh, uh, during the time, a lot of jobs were leaving. A lot of the rubber companies were leaving the area. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, I had little penny any you know, jobs, you know, because uh, I was playing sports and, and, and whatnot. So, again... Uh, uh, being without a father or a mother, uh, my choices were limited. Right. Uh, initially, I tried to do the school thing, but you know, not having that that proper counseling or, or structure, as you said, you know, I don't know what's going on. So the best thing for me to do was to go, and, and it was at peacetime, so yeah. the best thing for me to do is, 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 is to go in. I can go in. My plan was to go in, learn a skill, and go to school at the same time. But as I got in, I didn't know who to ask, uh, how do I get into school, and, and, and that type of thing. So basically, uh, to, to kill two birds with one stone. But uh, now I say, if, if you have a similar upbringing, and you're not sure what you want to do, I, I think it would be good for any young man. I'm a little straddled on the fence about women because I saw a lot of women lose their femininity. They get in there and they turn into seriously GI Janes, and you know some of them was harder than the men. But you know, but again, for a young man, it gives you some discipline. It gives you some structure. It, 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 it gives you, like, say, you you can use some of the GI Bill stuff. You, you, you know what I mean? So it, it, it gives you options. You, 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 you know what I mean? But you got to go in there. That's yeah. true. Well, That's true. well okay. Okay. Now, on that run. Here's a question. Yeah, what was, a combat MOS is a combat is a person who's a tanker, a person who's artillery, a person who's a rifleman, a person who's a mortar man, anyone in infantry. Basically, uh, okay, gotcha. But it, it depends on, 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 on which branch. Now, see, now, again, now, you me. You didn't do combat. Okay, that's what I'm getting to. Let me talk. Good view, huh? Okay, now. You know something? Now, I didn't, I, Marines are crazy. Didn't mess with them. Marines are crazy. See? Say it one more time. Marines are crazy. Hey, we're off. dog. Number five, jar head leather. Next. Do I, do I need to say anything? 
See? And say that in the Marine Corps, right. the chicken's mighty fine. Guess what? Or one oh, jump off the table and start marking, marking time. Uh, I don't have my phone because I got it on 911. <laughs> but you were in, in, yeah. I was in the well, airport. I, don't, don't tell. Don't tell. What? How, you know how, you know how late he is. A uh, what? Continue. Anyway, as continue. I was saying. Continue zooming. The Marines are. Oh. We represent very Army well. Is. The Army is. Don't believe the hype. What? I'm not waking up at no dang on five o'clock in the morning with a no sixty pound back well, on my back we to go we, over here we were for early, what? Earlier than five zero four. Army. Hurry up and wait. That's what it was. You, you are at Reveille at five. Oh, we're at Reveille at four. Oh my. Okay. See, y'all see what I mean? Ah. Okay. Really? Now the, the Navy, the Navy. That's too much for water real? to drink. What you say? Yeah, why is that? Oh, we got up at five too. I, you all don't count. But what do you mean we don't count? You all have dining facilities. You all have people busting your tables. You all have people cleaning your child. Because trays. we have prestige. You all have have had had barracks that had alcohol vending machines. What you say? Yeah, when I went in the Air Force, the, the dudes in the Air Force, they had beer machines in their barracks. Yes. Where was had. this at? Lowry Air Force Base. They thought you knew. That's why they, probably why they didn't send me there. But anyway, <laughs> I ain't never seen that much. But like I said, the Navy, that's too much water to be trying to drink. Do you all have squad base? Who? Did we do what? Did you all have squad base? Squad base. My point. What the hell is squad base? Squad bay. Squad bay. Didn't you have squad base? We had base. <laughs> oh, they trying to set me up. Oh, no, no, Ron. Tell me what a squad bay is. A squad bay is where you sleep. It's where you sleep. Oh, well, we call it something else. Hell. No, the squad bay is one big room. Okay, we had quarters. We had some of us had okay, quarters. Okay, squad quarters. We, no, it's not the what same. You I mean, it's not the one big room where you got a bunch of hard legs sleeping, right? That's a squad bay. That's a quarter. Ting again, dorm. again, we, we stayed in dorms. They stayed in barracks. We called them dorms. They called them barracks. They stayed in the field. They yeah. stayed, they, they stayed in the field. They shelter half, right, with the chiggers out there. And you, the you know, but stuff okay, on well, sure see, that's, like lit. I said, we, we, did, we didn't march with no packs on our backs. We did have we to did march ev everywhere. Alice Pack with the M16. But, uh, okay. You all, did you all have a... Have who a, twisted your arm? Nobody. You who twisted your arm? You all, Nobody. You all who twisted my arm? Right? Nobody. You all had M14s, right? What did you have? So you had 16? Okay, so we had 16. 14s came out. I mean, as you far as... What you mean? That's what, Say what else? Well, I, well but I know... But I know... Well, cause, hold on, because... And the Marine, when you when you're on a on rifle rifle team for the for the military, right? They fire with M14s. Right, they do. Okay, and no, they're bigger and they're heavier. Yeah, so M16 and we had M16A1s and A2s. Okay, good for so, y'all. So what were you saying about the Navy and not drinking water? I was trying to hear. The, the Navy is is like I said, you on a ship with a whole whole bunch of hard legs uh, uh, for <laughs> six weeks. And 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 again. I don't know what y'all doing this show today. Let me tell you what. I'm gonna come back and look at this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. At least three, four times. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But, but, exactly. I mean, we, we're joking, uh, you know, here and there, but, but. It's great information, but they, they got different stuff going on over here. You, you know, but like I said, I mean, the Navy, for, now, this is just for me. Y'all choose your own thing. Like I said, it didn't make sense for me to go to the Navy. Uh, for the water and the Hard Lake reason. It didn't make sense for me to go to the Army. Uh, one, for one thing, they didn't have my MOS. What? And, and in the Army. What was your MOS? Electronics. I know you couldn't join Marine Corps with that, so I don't know. Okay, well, I wasn't planning on joining the Marine Corps, so <laughs> I, I'm not, you know. You ain't get $1,100 No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Tell them wrong. Well, well, the oh, okay, I, okay. See, that's that's dangling the carrot, Ron, and and, and and yeah, exactly. Yep. So yep. you know, oh, okay. I'm not I'm, letting I'm, them have that much control over a me. Bonus means like if you sign up the military and you sign up for this particular career, they give they give you money off the front, like a big bonus. You know, different bonuses for different yeah. MOSs. MOS is a military occupational specialty, which is your job. Okay. So. Or the skill that might not necessarily be your job, but what they train you to do. Because sometimes you can be trained to do one thing and then be assigned something totally different. I didn't hear that part. I heard 2500 That's all. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You said, show me the money. Yeah. <laughs> I took the 2500 and time. But in this era, I have a question. I guess this is a question I'm uh, Hold up. To, um, uh, are we done with the fence analogy? Because I had some more to add to it. But if I no, to... finish. No, I'm taking care of the people around my, on my side of the fence. Go on, finish up. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, so we spend. That's all I'm crying for. We're spending all this money for a fence for some illegal people. Uh, uh, well, let me put the fence over here because this is homeless people in America. And, mm. and I don't know about these people over here, but we need to take care of these people first. These are veterans. These are people. You know something? They've made it in, in some states to illegal for a, 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 a group to feed the homeless. Yeah. But they ain't doing shiggity for the homeless. They ain't doing shiggity for the veterans. But they, they turned around and made it a law for you or you, or me, or you, or you, or anybody else to feed them. Yeah, to do something that they're not doing, but they want to take this money, this money out your pocket, your pocket, my pocket, all of our pockets, and feed these. Well, if they're doing something uh, uh, illegal, that makes them a criminal. I'm not saying they're all criminals, but if you're over here illegally, that make, if you break the law, you're a criminal. This is why you're a criminal, because you're right here. Because you broke the law. Because you broke the law. To enter Mexico. Exactly. To get here. Exactly. My point. See what I mean? My point. Go on. I'm, so, I'm done with the fence. But okay. anyway. Uh, I had a question to, in reference to the. So when y'all signed up, like he said he took the 2500 mm-hmm. How is it they keep trick? Like, who's in charge of veteran affairs? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, there's nobody fighting for you guys at all. What are you saying? It's continuing. Man, it's about numbers. It's about numbers, and 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 and, and again, and, and like she had mentioned earlier, quotas. Recruiters have a, a a certain quota that they have to achieve every month. Now, during the peace times, they kind of expect expected, you know, that you know uh, the enlistment would go down. But during war times, and what they're doing now is this is one of the reasons why they brought the draft back because the numbers were so low that should something happen. 
You, you know, we need that. We need personnel. So now, once you turn eighteen, you have to register. So now, hold on. They have hold a on. kitty. Hold on. That that's, they could. That's selective. That's selective service now. But here's. But let me. I'll get this analogy. Get back to that. For you women livers, for all you feminists and you feminoxies and all you women that trip on something, I don't know what. First of all, I don't believe in, in feminism in the typical definition that you all say. Because the things that you all are talking about, we have always been doing and didn't need a title for any of the part of it. Um, so why aren't you all out here saying we need to sign up for the draft too? Huh? Huh, good point. Why not? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. One more time. One more Why time. Not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's the you? You? Why aren't you? I stood up on that one. You you want everything Good else. Good point, right. Listen, it's funny. So, so I, haven't, I have not heard right, not but one. But she's got a valid point, I have man. not heard not one not woman. One. Not one. All we want to do this. We want to be equal. Want, well, sign up. You, I want your seven. But it's not even 18. Right. It's 17. Exactly. At 17 years old, they got to sign up. Because I remember some of my students, 17 years old. 17. Wow. So why aren't your 17-year-old daughter signing up? Just tell me that. I don't care if you transgendered, misgendered, cisgendered, whatever. 17, everybody. Sign on the dotted line. Right. Now the only people that doesn't that it doesn't matter as far as the draft is the Marines because Marine Corps never draft anyone, never will. We don't do the draft. Every Marine had to volunteer from seventy seventy five on up to today. Marine Corps is the only branch of service that doesn't draft. Marine Corps is the only branch of service you gotta ask to get in and get picked to step. But it's the smallest branch of service, but that's because we have a very specialized so assignment, cool. right. So I, I mean, all everything to inside, but all branches of service need each other. So that I'm not trying to, you know, we we you hear us kicking a bubble so on us, right? But, but we all, oh, you know, we all what need each other. Made me. Made you choose the Marines. Um, a sorry recruiter. You see, when she was little, no, no I'm just playing. <laughs> see, he can say because he knew me when I was little. It's okay. That's all right. Buddy. We was we was playing we was playing Red, Red Rover. Rover. <laughs> <laughs> Red Rover, uh, and she tried to come through the line, and it didn't work. I always out well. got through. I always, I always got through. I yeah. couldn't hold me because I always kept thinking when I overrun, I always think somebody's trying to kill me. Elbow but you know something? Head. Now so a I lot of through. people join. It's, it's a way of, of testing yourself. You, 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 you know what I mean? And, and clearly, I mean, you know, the wires. Assuming I wonder what would make her choose. She said it was a crappy recruiter, but oh, the army recruiter was sorry. Um. He was a sorry dude, you know, and I didn't have to go in the military because I already got scholarship stuff to go to school and stuff, and I was in school Actually, at the same time. Yeah. You know? I was uh, graduating from high school young okay. and uh, still had eligibility to play high school sports and uh, was not allowed to leave the state because my father would not want me to leave the state to go to the schools that had said that I, they would accept me. So I hung out this extra. What I did was I took behavioral science, I took health, which I didn't do because all I did, I graded your papers. <laughs> the coach had me grade your papers, you people. I made your test and graded your papers because it's like well, she died. I had more credits. I didn't need any more credits. And I took uh, Hebrew. So then, then, then I was at Akron U, and I would go take classes, and then I'd come back, you know, and, and participate in sports like that. But, yeah, so um, the Marine Corps was a, a more logical choice given my personality. 
not saying the Army, you know, wasn't a, a grueling type of thing, but the Marine Corps just that one, that the edge. Challenge. Yeah, yeah, that edge above. And then I, but see, I was able to go to school while I was in the military too. I always, but see, that's the difference too. I didn't have a combat MOS that required me to not be able to go to school. So I had some cats that were going to school that were in the military, that were, that were in the Marine Corps, that were, had combat MOSs. And I helped them facilitate their education because I was I an education think your father would have let you, <clears throat> uh, uh, knowing uh, uh, your brain, I don't think your father would have let you, and, and knowing what he experienced as far as the service, would let you go into a combat you know, MOS because, you know, something, you had too much up here and you, you need to be in, in, you, you know, something with, with blacks when they join, uh, you know, they, they geared us towards the front line. You, 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 you know what I mean? And, and, and so. But, but let me say something to that too. Um, the Marine Corps didn't allow women to, and no branch service at the time that women be in combat MOS, there were women who served in combat but they worked in other specialties. So, so, so supply, nurses, admin, you know, uh, admin. Of that, so that women nature. did. So, so make no mistake, they were. But as far as the intelligence and that's the misnomer. Some of the smartest men I've ever known in my life were not the astrophysicists and the neurosurgeons. They were those cats that were riflemen, mortarmen, machine gunners, tankers, because it takes a special model skill to learn how to survive. And so, but what they did in the military, they try to make it. They 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 try to make it seem like only our our least brightest guys do this job. No, because if they don't get their job done, there's nobody else to be able to there do anything. No there isn't anything yeah, else. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So so shot. And I worked at the infantry school. I worked at the infantry training school at uh, Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune out there, Camp Geiger. Mm. And uh, I gave a lot of guys assignments and stuff. And I didn't assign them the way they wanted me to. They wanted me to assign them, of course, the, the CO score, the MM score, the EL score. That. What I do is I would just look, and I would look at the SRB and look where they're from. And then I would check the addresses and see, well, what neighborhood I look at the zip codes. You used to be able to look at the, the, the postal locator to see okay. the zip codes. Okay. And if a guy was from an area that I knew was just a little too soft, even though he had this high score, no, I'm not putting you in this assignment because I need somebody who's going to be tough and nobody's going to be able to have that medal, you see. Compton. See, and I, well, I have my fellows that can, and I gave them, and I put them on Marine barracks duties, some real prime duties, you know, these cats, because I knew that they had what it took regardless of what that, that paper said. Fortunately for me, and it is fortunate for me, no one ever went back behind my work and the call was the right call because those fellas never let me down. What, more importantly, they didn't let themselves down. Right, I was about to say they, yeah. So, well, see, yeah, because you, you, I, I would tell them, listen, this is what your score, you're not supposed to be this, not supposed to be here, but I'm, I'm putting you here because I think that you can do it. I but said, see, you, you, you were more conscious, where, whereas, again, like I said, uh, 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 in our era, Ron, and, and, and beforehand, uh, they weren't that conscious, you know, you got drafted or you enlisted, you automatically went. Well, women think differently, too, though. But, but see, also, too, this is the thing. You, you, you but, women, I mean? but women think differently than men. I mean, I, and I, I know, I think a lot like most guys do, many guys do. I, I, that's how I'm wired. You know, I do. I, like, you know, you I had the, kind of the best you know? of both worlds because yeah. you had, uh, you being a lady, and then, a, a, I'm not saying a doting father, but a father that taught you. And and he didn't he accept anything less uh, uh, from you. 
was in the army. He was in the army. Yeah, he, he didn't accept anything less from her. And then, and he made you do things that, let's say, for instance, maybe you didn't want to do. Let's say, for instance, like, uh, 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 but he was telling you things for your own good that benefited your future. Yeah, you know, like the, 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 the stock thing, and 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 you know what I mean. Uh, when you got out, go life. and see. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So I was going to a private school, and uh, I was going to a private school. You know, and then we had moved from. You know, a lot of people won't say this, but I can say it's because I'm proud of of my ancestors and what they did. You know, back in the day. Black people in Akron could only live on two sides of town, east side or the north side. And east side, it was Ardella Homes, which was a, a project area. And the north side, you had Elizabeth Park. Yep. And even though your parent might have had a good job, this is where you lived. And so when I was born, we lived in the projects, like one sunny street, something down East North Street. And so to see the progression and leave from there to go to another street on the north side, my parents bought a home, my parents split up, um, we ended up moving on top of the hill on the opposite side of town to the west side where they were already there on the west side. Um, and then from there we end up out in Copley Township in the suburb past the circle where were, you could count the number of the blackest thing out Blacks there. Blacks went out there yet. The pavement was black. Right, <laughs> for real so, yeah. so, yeah. but, but that, the fact is that every day when I got out of school I was still back in the neighborhood. Right. You see what I mean? My, my mom worked downtown so when I got out of school I would walk from where I went to school to where our parents worked. Right. And then his mom used to give me a dollar. And I would go across the street to a place called Cupies. And I would get a Cupie burger, a fry, and a drink. And then I'd come back and bring her change. This is true. She and also she, always oh, tell oh, us, we she didn't have no dollar. Because she gave it to me. I know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, another, that's another topic. I know we ain't got time for that. You, you, you and change. That change. Back. Yeah, change. Dollar, back. Yeah. Yeah, it changed. Both of them yeah. sat up, golly. Yeah. yeah. And then I would do my homework. Yeah. And then afterwards, I would walk down the hill, walk down projects with all my friends and everybody else and relatives up too. <laughs> but I had it. to always remember, I was black. And who told you that? My dad. Okay, then. Dad. Yeah. And I heard that from him every yep. day. Whether he was at work when I was moving around or whether he was there when I leave or drop me off at school. Mm. Period. Yeah. So it wasn't even a question, you know. So my point, uh, and our point totally is, there's a couple things I guess our point today is, I always remember where you came from because someone provided for you so you can be there, and from there you were here. And you didn't get here because you're brilliant, you're smart, and all this. I don't care. You can see all these accolades, all these things, these titles mean nothing. Somebody paved the way for you. I know the relatives of mine that never went to school. I know the relatives of mine that did go to school. I know the ones that didn't finish school, and I know the ones that cleaned houses. I know the ones that are also judges, too. But I know the ones who clean the houses, walk to work. I know them. And I know the sacrifices that they made so that I could sit, we could sit here today. Your mom sacrificed, your mom sacrificed, yeah. your parents sacrificed, your parents were on sacrifice. Somebody, aunts, uncles, cousins, somebody. So their sacrifices built this country. Built this so, country. Yeah. So we're not appreciative of someone else eating off of what they built when you still have people here whose ancestors built and can't access what's here. We're not saying that you know, shouldn't be compassionate, but compassion first starts at home. Now, we did have some guests that were born in here today. It was um, Talib Saber and uh, David uh, uh, 
can't even, what's his name? David Garvin? David yeah, Garvin. okay, I apologize. David, David Garvin, Garvin Jr. Jr. So if you go to um, Humboldt Clothing or, or, or Humboldt Initiative online, you can find out more about them. But we hope that we see them real soon. But in the meantime, in between time, we have ran out of time. <laughs> Unification, so, uh, unify walk the all walk these groups. Week, walk the walk this week is unity. And unity yeah. starts in the community. Very good. And I'll see you guys Sunday for Abstract Excellence. And on everything else, Ron, take us home. Oh, yeah.